Down to business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi. And uh, I got my blackjack gum here. And I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. Saturday night, and it's THT Movie Review, and as usual, I've got Anthony. What's up, Anthony? What's going on, man? Not much, man. Still trying to recover from the uh, circus yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> the circus, you say? I haven't been to the circus in years. How I was your experience? I haven't been to the circus in years. Now, I, know, I knew there weren't going to be elephants, but uh, my son was actually upset about that. So, you know, because they've gotten rid of all the elephants. They're all moved to different places. I think some even went to Florida, that uh, Lion Country Safari or whatever. But um, it was cool, man. They got a lot of shit going on now. They got uh, the guys on bikes. and we, we, It was actual Ringling Brothers. You know, oh, yeah, Old Ringling school? Brothers, Barnum and Bailey Circus. And, uh, man, everything is, I was telling you, you know, a little while ago, everything is so expensive, dude. Five fifty for a water, nine fifty for a beer, a 16 ounce beer. Literally, I can go yeah. buy a 12 pack of 16 ounce Coors Lights for twelve ninety nine right now. Oh, yeah. 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 Same here. It's just, everything's so goddamn expensive. Oh. It's like. Part of the reason why I honestly, and this is not me being a cheapskate, but this is part of the reason why I don't go to too many WWE shows anymore. Like, I'll go to, like, the occasional Raw mm-hmm. taping, maybe a pay-per-view if it's worthwhile. But going to uh, just a basic house show, and this isn't even WWE's fault. It's the arena's fault because it's how yeah. they make their money. You'll go, and uh, literally, just for, like, some fries, a burger, and a, a, f- a regular fountain drink, you'll spend... Damien, twenty dollars. Oh, we went to Whataburger before the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, we definitely did that. Bobby Anthem in the chat saying he loves the intro. I did that after I came back from the circus and I started drinking at home. Uh, about five beers in, I decided, I'm going to see if I can make an intro. So <laughs> I threw that together and uh, haven't had time to do anything else. But it was quick, it was easy, and I uh, threw it together. Appreciate that, Bobby. Thank you, Bob. Oh, Bobby. No, Anthem I did, did it. That? Bobby said he loved it. Oh, oh thank yeah. you, Bobby. Thank you. Appreciate. It. And by the way, special shout out to that guy, Bobby Anthem. Man, he really d- goes out of his way to support us on Twitter and spread the word. So much love, Bobby. Hell really appreciate yeah. that, bro. Uh, so tonight, I guess that's enough of circus talk. It was cool. They got the guys on bikes there. Uh, they shot a lady out of a cannon. They got the guy doing the pendulum who scared the shit out of everybody. He looked like he was going to fall so many times. You know, you know the pendulum, the circle thing? He yeah. was doing the jump rope. Literally, it got caught behind his leg. I th- Jesus. Oh, oh, that just reminds me. Did, did they do the tightrope? Yeah, they had some people doing the tightrope thing. They were good. They did four people standing and... They did some crazy shit, man, on that tightrope. I mean, there's a big balloon mat underneath them, but, you know, I don't think they want people dying anymore. So, you know. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that guy was scaring the shit out of me. But they got some tightrope people. They had uh, tons of clowns. Uh, Oh, so he would have been in heaven then. One of them was really hot. (laughs) 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 One of them... One of them was. She walked past me, and I was like, damn. <laughs> I see what Shaheen's talking about now. But, uh... <laughs> so, so Shaheen might have I don't know you, about huh? that, but uh, I, 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 I think I might understand what he's talking about now. So, yeah. But uh, I'm trying to think <laughs> of what else they had. I mean, they just had everything. Dogs. They had poodles running around. They had tigers. So, he had a lot of things, but it, it was really cool. Just have, I haven't been in years to the fair. The last fair I went to was they used to have a fair in uh, at a place in F- Florida, in Fort Lauderdale, called the Swap Shop. Big, big, big ah, indoor nice. slash outdoor flea market. So, yeah, they used to have a little circus there. I went there once, but uh, that was it. I haven't been, I'd say, 15 years. But we got lucky with the tickets. It was you know, the tickets were cheap, but goddamn, like I was telling you, the beer prices, the water price, you want a little uh, parking? parking was fifteen bucks. Even that's yeah, the, the spot we got was we got lucky, dude. We were in, we were out in. I hit no traffic leaving, and we stayed till the end. I got <laughs> got your money's worth. Out there I got lucky, beer, huh? dude. We <laughs> we got out. We were. Our seats were right by the door. We parked outside. We walked right out, walked to our car, got in, and got out of there. Oh, nice, lucky nice. as hell. But uh, it was really cool. My kids had a blast. They all they wanted the lights and the little laser guns, 20, 25 bucks a piece. Motherfuckers. Gouging people, these motherfuckers. Damn motherfuckers. Uh, they got to make money somewhere, I guess. A lot of traveling to do in the circus. Anyway, let's get into this. We are going to talk about WWE's movie Countdown. This movie, uh, the main two stars. It's fucking great. I I gotta admit, (laughs) I loved it. 
I would stop and watch this if it was on cable. Put it that way. Def definitely. Yes. Uh, Nick Nemeth, also known as Dolph Ziggler to most of the WWE fans, plays uh, Ray Patrick, a cop. Glenn Jacobs actually plays, uh, who's Kane, we all know that. He plays a lieutenant in this movie, a police lieutenant. A hard ass. ass. <laughs> a lot of the other actors I really did not know. Uh, the girl who was, you know, the cop with him, uh, the internal affairs cop, Catherine Isabel. I don't know who she is. Very pretty girl, though. The other guy, his partner, I didn't know. But um, yeah. overall, I will say I loved this movie. I enjoyed the hell out of it. And this is, you know, a little nitpick. It was kind of weird that, uh, you know, I was scrolling through the credits because mm -hmm. I actually have it on now. The, as a reference guide here in the credits they have Ziggler listed as his character mm -hmm. named Dolph Ziggler but interestingly enough they list Kane as Glenn Kane Jacobs well so that was kind of that was kind of weird if you watch uh see no evil with him in it it's the same credit I believe I think that's just how they credit him I they didn't have to credit I don't know why they do the credits the way they do it's all uh I mean yeah, I mean, it's like it's like that weird work shoot. I mean, you know, it's, I mean, like I said, it's no big deal. But I just figured if you're going to go to the trouble of saying, OK, Kane isn't really Kane. His name is really Glenn Jacobs. Why not do the same for Ziggler? Because obviously people know that Dolph Ziggler's name isn't really right. Dolph Ziggler. Well, let's hope not. I mean, his parents didn't hate him that much. So <laughs> I don't I, at this point, I'm just used to it. Yeah. <laughs> He's had the name for damn near what a decade yeah, now. So you know it it works for him, but yeah, Dolph. He would have been a great tag partner. He actually would have been. I'll tell you what, Dolph Ziggler in this movie surprised me. Good acting. Good, you know, just basically good acting. He he was believable as a cop, as a badass rogue cop. And I got to tell you, this movie oozes the kind of cheese that I like. This movie was so it, it, look. It was a cheesy rogue cop movie, you know. The, the the badass can't have a partner. Cop goes. At, I mean, come on. It was a little bit of you know last you know what was it last action well, hero ish, but what a fucking movie. I loved it. The plot was good. It was yeah. not a long movie, over quick, well, but good. Yeah, well, it really was. And uh, honestly, you know what I attributed to. In wrestling, not just WWE, so we're not going to pick mm -hmm. on WWE here. In wrestling in general, you had to emote. You had to be over the top. Wrestling's always been kind of hokey, let's be honest. Whereas in movies, even though this is hokey, let's not kid mm -hmm. ourselves. This is very hokey. It uh, it requires, his role required a more subdued approach. You know, he's like the hard-edged cop that got a lot of shit going on at home. He, want, he, you know, he wants to get the job done by any means necessary. Kane has to put him in his place. And I gotta say this, you know, before I get before I forget this, I had this in my notes. I was as hokey and as over the top this was as this movie was. I am very disappointed in the directors. I am very disappointed that we did not get Kane flipping out and choke slamming somebody. Yeah, we didn't get that. We didn't get even even a choke slam at all. I was expecting at least yes. a choke <laughs> slam from Kane. Um, and I guess you know you kind of said problems at home. I guess we should. Uh, you know, preference it by saying Dolph Ziggler had a son. The son was killed in a car accident. They don't explain that till the end of the movie how he was killed, but um, he does explain it. 
So, you know, it, 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 it's just, again, one of those rogue cop, you know, can't have a partner because, you know, he's just too tough for a partner and all his partners leave him. But, you know, can you explain how are these guys so good outside of the WWE? And, I mean, this movie's still technically a WWE movie, but how do they act so well when they're not in like re- like doing a promo what what's the difference Dolph once again I mean I, I definitely yeah. get what you're saying and especially you know uh, especially Kane and I'm going to get to him later because he really you know he has a future in Hollywood not rock type future but mm-hmm. I think he I has do a too. future like he it, uh, but um, as far as your, to answer your question I think it comes down to the storylines. Look, WWE, you know, not to make this an all wrestling based show right now because it's talking movies. Well, it's a WWE movie, movie, so it's going to happen. Go ahead. But uh, what I was trying to say is basically, I think that WWE, they're basically catering to Vince McMahon's tastes and preferences. And sometimes the storylines, it's hard to, let's be honest, some of the storylines that you are asking these guys to sell are very hokey, very over the top. So it's kind of hard to really bring a serious edge to it. And you're di- and you're basically placating to Vince's sensibilities, and let's be honest, Vince is a seventy year old man that has like a a child's mm-hmm. mentality. He thinks poop jokes are funny. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to you know what yeah. I mean. He did a segment with Kevin Owens sitting under a table eating a bag of potato chips, doing the food fight deal. So that's his sensibility. So it's kind of hard to kind of pull out these type of performances when you're asking guys to sell silly yeah, shit. Yeah, it is. Um... I don't know. It's just amazing how much better these guys can act when they're in a movie. I mean, Dolph Ziggler, like I said, he's fucking believable as a cop. I honestly could see Dolph doing more movies as an action star. You think so? You think he has a career post-WWE? I think post he WWE? could have a post-WWE career doing some action movies, man. He just has the look. And like I said, I, I, I look, uh, we've you know established before i do like bad movies this kind of was like i said this movie oozes the kind of cheese that i like it's not the greatest movie but i like it i like these kind of movies and as long as the guy's believable as what he is i don't care i'll watch the rest of it you know but um back to the movie real quick uh a little boy is uh, kidnapped and basically the countdown part of this movie is they have six hours to find this child uh, and of course during this six hours Dolph Ziggler, uh, his character is fired or suspended correct? <laughs> suspended I can't Sus- <laughs> the demon yes. Kane suspended Kane Dolph Ziggler suspends <laughs> Dolph Ziggler and, of course, you know, they call him back the next day and use him for bait, which, all right, look, this would never happen. They would never use this guy for bait <laughs> if he wasn't actually a cop. But anyway, uh, that's where the six hours, uh, you know, the countdown name comes in. They have six hours to save this child. Uh, now, this movie, if anyone saw the trailer... It did have a WWE tie-in where they were actually backstage at a WWE event. He was looking for the kid. He was going to make a payoff. You got a quick glimpse of Dean Ambrose. You got a quick glimpse of Big Show. 
uh, New Day. New Day. How the fuck did the Ascension make it? What the fuck? <laughs> yes, the uh, folks, folks. I, I, you know, my hand, the guy is my hand is the guy right now. This is the only time, the only time you will ever see the Ascension get a featured role yeah. in any type of movie. Doesn't Roman Reigns. They showed. They even showed Santino to let you know how far back this movie was taped. Uh, there's a quick little yes. shot of Santino doing his little walk in the back. So you know he's going through there, but. You know they and they even show Charles Robinson, Daniel Bryan. Yes, <laughs> and you know what else they showed? Apparently, it's very easy to get backstage at a WWE event. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, very easy. Um, and that you know he he runs into uh, Rusev at one point, and he does. Yes, Rusev is responsible for the yep. greatest scene in modern day cinema. Fuck you if you disagree. This was awesome. Real quick. Oh, here's the Ascension coming out right now. I got a plan too here. So let's see here. Let me try to get to that part right there. The Lucha Dragons also uh-huh. made a brief little cameo. Yeah, they, they, they were Lucha coming down to the ring too. The Lucha Dragons, yeah. And, and uh, he was only on camera for a second, but they showed New Day. And this is, this is probably when they were still heels. Because you could tell like it was early in that run. They were coming out yeah. mugging with the crowd. Big E was only on camera for about 10 seconds, but he had a scene where he was coming to the ring and he was got into it with a fan. That right, was right. Here, let's see. I think I'm almost at the part here where he gets to Rusev. All right, he shoots the security guard. Dolph's chasing him through a WWE event. Oh, quick plug for WWE in the back. He's running. Oh. Rusev shoulder tackles him. Boom! Super kick, and Lana goes. Yes. Now that's, that's a real man. man. <laughs> now, now, Please. Mom. After watching that scene, you know what that what? proves? That wrestling moves really work in Obviously. real life situations. I mean, if you've never super kicked one and like a person in a real fight, you're missing out on life, guys. So, folks, if somebody ever pulls a gun on you, just pull back, Shawn Michaels style. Hit him, hit him with some sweet chin music, and all problems Stand will back, be solved. Stand back, kick the ground, and tune up the band, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but look, I, I'm sorry, man. Look, a lot of people will look at that scene and, you know, mock it and say this, that, and the other. But I like this movie. Because, I like movies because they don't, this movie specifically because it doesn't take itself too seriously. It plays to the strengths of the people involved. And it, it just—it's it, not—it knows it's not going to win any type of awards. It's just out to make a movie, make a little money, have some fun. Mm-hmm. And that's what that you scene know what was. To this me. movie explained to me what the fuck Lana and Dolph Ziggler were doing together at all in the first place about a year ago, or a few months ago. Remember when they had Dolph and Lana together for a while? Yeah, that, that was like the never-ending storyline. I swear they got almost a year worth why. of footage of that. Because of this movie, they must have put them together so they could, you know, kind of be together for the movie release. That's... And yet, and yet, like I said, they had no camera time together, so even, even that doesn't no, make No, but it's sense. the only thing that can explain why Dolph was involved in that storyline at all is because they had this little movie together, all three of them, that little part. Yeah, so... Yeah. That's the only explanation. God forbid they explain that to us. <laughs> you know? 
God forbid. And the fu- and the funny thing is, outside of that trailer, I don't recall WWE once promoting this fucking movie. I think I saw it a few times when the- when it first came out. When did this come out? Give me two seconds here. Let me go back to the old IMD beer. It came out what April? Let me go to here originally known uh this countdown the movie originally was known as 642 which was the time that he that the the, you know that that was how much time they have six hours 42 minutes right there and it uh april 5th 2016 wow and it's another Lionsgate film of course but you know this movie really like I said, it's it's a cop movie with cheese, my kind of movie. We know I love cop shows, cop movies. It's just perfect for me. This was perfect for me to watch. It. I loved it. I loved nope. it. No complaints for me. And I and I want to point out a theme. Like you know, you brought up the theme in the movie. It's called Countdown because they got six hours and some change mm-hmm. to say to kid. Box. Do you? Does anybody listening to this show right now? Do you notice a trend? Damn near 50% at least of WWE's movies involve a plot where somebody has to save a loved one or a kid or whatever in a specified amount of time. WWE Countdown. WWE 12 Rounds. Fucking The Condemned. Everything revolves around a fucking time frame. WWE, expand your horizons. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Everything everything revolves around, oh shit, we got to save the kid in four hours and 15 minutes. Like, Jesus, like, do they know any other plot lines? I think Leprechaun might have been different. So, only <laughs> Leprechaun Origins. So, maybe not. I don't know. Who knows? Um, maybe the... I don't know. I. But you're right. A lot of the movies... You know what? A lot of movies today seem to have that same plot. I'm not going to completely shit on WWE here. I'm going to shit on all the movies that have been coming out lately. A lot of them are kind of like that. You know, the the countdown clock, you have this amount of time, or the building blows up. You know, it's it's the same shit. It's just what they do in the movies now, you know. Uh, let's see. Dolph definitely, though, is a badass in this movie. You know, who else is a fine ass is that uh, the cop. Did you sense a little sexual tension between uh, hey. her and Dolph? I thought they were going to hook up at some point know. in the movie. You never know. You never know. Dolph's, uh, Dolph's Dolph, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, Dolph's the, Dolph is the dude, remember, that has That's that athletic right. sex. Amy Schumer let us know. <laughs> He's the originator of a That's hot right. spot in the pussy. <laughs> he is, absolutely. But uh, let's see a little bit more in this movie, if we can get to a little bit more... I mean, we've basically just explained the whole plot. Unfortunately, that's the movie. You know, Ray Thompson, a narcotics cop, has to do that. But I guess we should get into some of the things that they get into at the end of the movie. They figure out there's things that the person left, like the the, the ransom was, what was it, $2,135.12? Okay. Yeah. There was, you know, and they were whole movie. They were trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. Who's doing this? Why are they doing this? And they do finally figure it out. It takes a while, but of course that girl cop, 
you know, does everything. And of course, they try to arrest Dolph Ziggler because he's on this case and he's not supposed to be. But uh, they do yeah. get him at one point, bring him in, and dude, the scene where he breaks out, I gotta admit, yeah. is pretty fucking badass. The scene where he, you know, the, after they ta- after the tattoo shop, they bring him in, and uh, yeah. Oh yeah, he co- yeah, he comes in with the bat. That's where Kane shit up. gets a little bit of fighting in. Uh, gets you know a few moves in, but uh, yeah, the girl yeah. in this the, the the girl who played the uh, Catherine Isabel was her name. What else has she done? Why don't we take a quick peek while we're in IMDb here? Has she done anything to note? She looks familiar. Yeah, she looks familiar, but I haven't uh, seen her in anything. Oh. Ginger Easily. Snaps, American Mary, Freddy vs. Jason. She was in that. She was in Insomnia. Wow, I gotta go because I watched Insomnia. That's one. Of, that's an underrated flick. We'll get to I, that down I, the line. Dude, but, I watched uh, it yesterday. Who the fuck was she? I gotta rewatch that because I've seen that movie a few times. But I don't yeah, recall she was seeing it. Her. I guess I missed it. I didn't see it. I'm just trying to see if there's any movies we've heard of. Uh, I haven't heard of a lot of these movies she's been in, but. It says she's also from British Columbia to Canada, so that could be a definite reason why we haven't heard of a lot of these. She was in that TV show, The L Word. I never saw that. She was in Stargate SG-1. My fiancé might know, know her from that. Yeah, Freddy vs. Jason, she was in that, so... I'm going to have to... Man, I just watched Insomnia yesterday before the uh before the circus. I didn't even notice she was in it. Oh. Hey uh hey box, you of wanna hear always. something funny? I couldn't sleep so I was watching Insomnia last <laughs> night. <laughs> uh, what did I watch when I came home? Um I watched Countdown yesterday, Insomnia before, and then I came home. I can't even remember what the fuck I watched. I got pretty fucking hammered last night. Ain't no party like a boxman party, because a boxman party That's don't right. stop, folks. When, when you can't remember shit, you know it was a at good home, time. drinking alone. <laughs> I can tell you what I watched. I just need to go find out what it was. I know where it was in my, uh, it was in movies, oh. it was Action. It was A Time to Kill with Matthew McConaughey and Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, that was a fucking Yeah, that's what I watched movie. when I got back last night while I had five beers. Yes, damn, you're bringing back memories. I actually saw that I like in the that movie. That's a great movie. We'll have to do that one one day, too. That's a really one of those powerful, you know, based on a novel type movie. So, yeah, we'll definitely get into that. Yeah, and, uh, you know, not to uh, be a nerd here, but this is a movie show and we do like to spit random factoids. It's actually 20 years old really? this year. Came out in really? 1996. Yep. I can't remember the exact date, but I remember specifically seeing that flick with my folks uh, hmm. in the movie. In the uh, movies. And that girl, uh, the girl we were just talking about a minute ago, uh, Kate Isabel, she was also in See No Evil 2 with Kane. So that must be where uh. they got her. Yeah, and uh, I think See No Evil actually comes out this fall, some like October, like around Halloween time. Not sure, but anyway, 
I guess we should try to get back to this movie. Unfortunately, it's just kind of a... It's just kind of a... I don't, uh, say this, the music in the movie, definitely, you know it's a WWE movie. <laughs> I'm so, I was waiting for Nickelback to uh, break into a live performance. I was waiting for Matt and Jeff Hardy to come out. Every song <laughs> sounds like the- their fucking theme song. Every fucking... What are we doing here? Hold on, let's see. Let's just start up and see what we can get here. I actually thought the uh, song that opened the movie was badass. <laughs> Another fighting. Yep, he's breaking out of prison right here. Or the, uh, not prison, but he's breaking out of his own station is what he's breaking out of. He's held by his own guys. What else here? But yeah, I mean, most of the movie, the car chase scenes all had that WWE-esque, you know, all of it, all of it. Yes. All the WWE-esque music was in it. But I, I liked it. But I'm actually surprised. One of these days, Box, you know what I'm waiting for? I'm waiting for a WWE movie to come out with a character named Kane. Oh, Vick. God. You know, Kane <laughs> did at least get to shoot Dolph Ziggler with rubber bullets. I and 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 uh, boom, stuttering here. Dolph once again proved why he's one of the best modern day sellers yeah. of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Dolph will sell, sell for bullets. He will sell for anything. I wonder if he <laughs> did his own stunts in this movie. That's a that's probably a one question right there. But I don't know. Like, uh, but like I said, you know, but you know, I don't know about you, box, but you know, before I sat down got comfortable last night and uh you know put this flip on i was prepared to come on here and bury oh, it yeah. and trash it i even had, i even had a whole routine ready whole routine ready i was i had a joke ready i said you know what wwe countdown sucks matter of fact this movie sucks so hard if it was a dick missy hype would suck it <laughs> Now, uh, to the people that are listening to this show that are non-wrestling fans, you probably don't know who Missy Hyatt is, so I don't know what to tell you. Google the name Missy Hyatt, and you'll get the reference. To our wrestling fans out there, our wrestling friends out there, you oh, get yeah. the reference. But uh, honestly, I can't knock this movie. It's, it's Like I said, it's, it's not going to win any type of awards or anything like that, but it really is one of those movies that if you're at home on a rainy day or you don't got shit to do, if you're flipping through channels, if you find it, You'll stop and watch, and I think you'll get some enjoyment out of it. It's not that long. I, I don't even think it's an hour and a half. It might be an hour and 25 uh, minutes or so. It flies by. It's, it's, it's longer than that. Hold on here. I'll tell you right now. It is... It's exactly an hour and 30. It's uh, 1.30.07. To be exact. <laughs> yep, bad. hour and 30 minutes. I think, I, think, I, I think if WWE kind of sticks to this formula... Even though, like I said earlier, it is getting kind of annoying that every fucking movie has to revolve around time. <laughs> but uh, I think if they stick to this general type format, they might have a uh, a winning formula on their hands. Do you think they could get like a sequel out of this? I mean, they, they're already up to like five yeah, Marines. Yeah, so definitely there's going to be a uh, another countdown. I, I'll tell you the truth. You put the same people in it, I'm going to fucking watch it. Yeah, I can picture the title now. WWE Countdown. Even more time. <laughs> time. Time I mean, extended. I mean, what else can you fucking call it? W- 
Oh, <laughs> seven more minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. I turned this movie on, dreading watching it, going, this is going to suck. And ten minutes in, I'm going, holy fuck, Dolph Ziggler's really good in this. Kane is fucking amazing, but Dolph Ziggler was real. Kane is fucking, I don't give, you know, look, I mean, say what you want, you know, Kane, you know, I know Kane to a lot of people, like, you know, he's been a punchline for a couple months, you know, a couple years now, needs to retire. But Kane, to me, is one of those guys, especially after watching this movie, once he really is done with wrestling, he hangs it up, he's not like, he'll have a job with WWE for life. But when he's done with his in-ring career, I think he's one of those guys that people are going to look back on and go, damn, we really should appreciate him more. Because he's one of those guys that when he's not overexposed, he's pretty fucking good. Promos, in-ring. Yeah, he is. It's just he's been around long and people are getting sick of the, you know, the uh, the old crew. And, you know, now there's a new crew coming in. That's the, you know, the whole new era is coming up. But Kane definitely, I think, has a future outside of WWE, whether it's in politics like I know he likes, or I think he could probably do some fucking acting. I I haven't watched any yeah. of the mo- those horror movies he's in, but I haven't heard much bad stuff about him, you know? Yeah, Kane, yeah, Kane's, you know, surprisingly enough, despite the gimmick he's played over the years, very intelligent, well-spoken guy. Yeah, I mean, he's a... You know, he definitely wants to get into politics. He owns his own business. He's very smart. You know, it's like JBL is a great businessman, too, but you wouldn't expect it by looking at him or listening to him. But Yes. Yeah. Remember, uh, I guess since we were on a wrestling note, you brought up JBL. Remember during the attitude there, he came out with that little book, Make Mm. More Money Now. (laughs) I'm like, I thought that was fucking hilarious. And mind you, folks, this is when he was still in APA oh, mode. Was it? I don't, I don't remember that book. Yeah, uh, you can let me Google it now. I'm trying to figure. I think it came out just before he started doing the JBL character. That might be why. But he came out with a book. I am I, not lying I on this. Doubt it. it was called Make More Money Now. He was like uh, filled with investment tips, which at the time I just thought was yeah. bizarre. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though, man, they got to make wrestling a little more like this. WWE should think about this. I know this is, you know, expensive yes. and this and that, but goddamn. Do some more of this. Make some more movies. I love these action movies like this. There's shit blowing up for no reason, cars blowing up, people dropping grenades in their own car. I love it. Yes, that, that honestly, that's all any movie really needs. Some hot women, shit blowing up for no reason. You know, you know, just that, you know, like you said, that badass road cop with a, with a chip on his there shoulder. Yeah. Like, I, now, don't get it twisted. Uh, fucking uh, Dolph Ziggler is no Martin Riggs. Oh, no. But he no, has no, a no, future. No, 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 no. He's, he, you know, yeah, he, I, I wouldn't see him in a lethal weapon, but pretty much some of the movies that, you know, Stone, I, I could see him doing some of the Stone Cold straight to DVD stuff, you know, Netflix, stuff like that. I could see him doing that. I definitely could. But, um, I don't know. I'm just probably won't be a long show because this movie kind of is a little bit self-explanatory. <laughs> We've kind of, uh, explained most of the movie. Um, but they figure out all the stuff and I don't, 
I got to get back to that. But I don't know. Obviously, the end of the movie, obviously, it's a movie. He does save the child at the end of the movie. Still ends up blowing up the forensic lab in the police station, but does save the child. Of course. You know, it, it's a movie, of course. That's what happens in movies. Hope everybody knows that. Yes. But, uh... You had to, you know, like I said, you know, we're... Even though I have been known to say, fuck the kids... <laughs> When uh, when uh, people uh, appeal to uh, my uh, sensibilities about uh, why WWE is the way it is now, I I don't want to see any kiddos die. So he had to say the kid. And I and I got and I gotta say, I don't know too much about the guy that played the villain in this movie, but man, like he wasn't much of a villain. The uh, they really honestly kicked his ass like twenty five minutes into yeah. the movie. So I mean, it really was no sense. You never. That's one thing I will say. Much like in WWE, in WWE television, where the heels are consistently booked like shit, the heels in this movie were booked they like actually, shit. Yeah, <laughs> they really weren't much of a threat. The guy wasn't that much of a threat, and you know he's the guy who played what was it? Uh, what was the fucking name of that guy? I don't even fucking know. I know Josh Blacker was his partner. I mean, you know, you know, I brought up early. I brought up uh, Lethal Weapon. We brought up uh, briefly mm-hmm. Lethal Weapon earlier. You remember Gary fucking Busey in the original Lethal Weapon? Oh yeah. Um, what was his fucking name in that movie, Mister Mister Jake? Or, I don't know, but yeah, of course I remember Gary Busey. Yeah, but I mean, I can't remember. Like, I'm gonna look it up now. I can't remember his name off the top. But you, my point is, you were he was like a, a oh, believable yeah. villain. I mean, it, they it, they had to fucking work like a motherfucker. And if you remember, they didn't. He didn't even die at the end of the movie. He yeah, got arrested. Yeah, the, the 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 I'll admit the villain in this movie played a kind of stupid guy. He actually ended up blowing up himself <laughs> in the car <laughs> with a grenade that he dropped. But um, not overall, like I said, not a bad fucking movie. The cast is actually relatively small. In this movie, not, you know, not a very big cast. But again, WWE is always trying to make, um, you know, movies as cheap as they can because a lot of these movies go straight to yeah. straight to DVD. Yeah. Yep. Uh, to date, if you look at uh, all of the WWE movies that they produced so far, I think easily the biggest one they did was that movie The Call. And uh, the biggest star they've worked with is Holly Berry. I so think far. you might be right. And that's another movie. Say what you want. I mean, David Otunga was in the movie, but like he he was a side piece. Like even though they promoted him in the movie heavy, he's really not in the movie like that. But that was, I would say, Countdown is my favorite of the WWE movies I've seen so far, and uh, I will say the call Dave, is number two. I don't know if you've seen no, the call. David Otunga was in it. You did? Yeah. No. Yeah, because they did the deal where he was a. Uh, on TV, like, you know, I'm in the movie, Holly Berry, blah, blah, blah. They actually filmed, she actually filmed a few promos for him around that time. Like, she did some skits with Kane promoting the movie. I remember that, but... I can't remember exactly when it came out, but I definitely remember uh, Otunga back when he was an active wrestler. They were doing gimmicks where he was, like, playing the Hollywood role. I was in the movie with Holly Berry. Yeah, that's that one reason for me not to watch it. <laughs> no, but honestly, seriously, I, w- I would actually watch the movie. It's yeah, actually a good I, movie. I got that guy's so bad 
I mean, but literally, like, honestly, he's he's really not in and he doesn't affect anything long term. He's like the cop. All right. He He's like the partner. Like, he's the partner to the, like, the guy that you don't know actually is more of a, uh, has more of a role in the movie than Otunga does. And he, and Otunga's like the name guy, I suppose. That makes sense. Um, yeah, d- uh, came out in 2013, by the way, Anthony, the call. And, uh, just to, uh, because we don't like to leave logic holes on this show. Uh, from the original Lethal Weapon, Gary Busey's character Joshua. name was Joshua. I wanted to say Jacob for some reason. I knew it was a J name. I did, I did. But uh, it's not like I said, you know, we, we can't really beat too much of a dead horse. That's essentially the plot of WWE Countdown. Definitely go out of your way to see it. Because, like I said, it, it don't, don't let those three letters, WWE, scare you off. I'm pretty sure at this point, if you go to Walmart, you can find it in the five dollar bin, or you could uh, download it. Download it. I'm throwing up the quote fingers. You guys can't see me. You can download it uh, anywhere. You yeah, know, have, have 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 fun. Uh, is that is definitely worth you know th- uh, ninety minutes of your time? It's it's yeah, not have, a bad. Have fun trying to by download, by the way, because uh, all the torrent sites are down right now, bro. Most down? of them. You mean the government in Hollywood have finally found a way to shut down us? I think skates? Windows has found a way to catch your IP on it, but I, yeah, I, I'll 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 say it. The main place I used to go was Kickass Torrents, and I can't get anything from there. They want you to do some sort of sign up and credit card number and shit. I ain't doing that. Yeah, so they're trying to, you know, they've already said there are heavy fines in the U.S. Pirate Bay just says heavy fines in the U.S. We will not download. And and, and speaking speaking of this pirate and shit, you know, got me got me heated on this because I was actually walking going through some of my old DVDs. And uh, anybody box, do you remember like that little fucking uh, commercial they had on uh, DVDs? You wouldn't steal a handbag. You wouldn't steal a VCR. You wouldn't steal a DVD. Mm-hmm. So why would you? Well, first of all, motherfucker, people st- steal this shit all the time, <laughs> and then and then they would go through the deal of you shouldn't steal a movie. Downloading is wrong. Rated I, illegal for everyone, and all of this shit. Remember those hokey ass videos they yeah, used to do? Yeah, I do. And then I would get up and what did you think? Oh, what did I you would think get of up those? and go download the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. And they were so theatrical, like, you wouldn't steal a handbag, and you wouldn't steal a cell phone, you wouldn't steal somebody's car. Meanwhile, I turn on my local news, and mind you, I'm from Philly, I turn on local news, local man robs bank yeah. today. I, I, I guess the uh, downloading people didn't get the memo, I'm guessing the people that put together this commercial don't watch the news. <laughs> I guess not, but I don't know, man, a lot of people, they're, they are cracking down on that torrent shit. I'm not going to say I didn't expect it eventually to happen but um yep they are doing it finally yeah you go to took them long enough yep. but that's fucking that's fucking that, insane to me i like i said i knew eventually it was gonna happen it was it was bound to fucking happen put it that way so there's still some out there if you look closely just be careful doing it uh don't get a fucking, uh, what do you call that? Virus. Don't get a virus. No. Yeah, I actually got to get take my computer to a buddy. He's a computer expert. He's going to pimp out my computer. Nice. Going <laughs> to clean it out. 
Yes, yeah. And, and by the way, folks, I don't know, you know, Box, Box is the computer wizard here at THD. <laughs> but uh, him and Usheen, I, I'm basically a nomad. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing sometimes with these computers. Always, I would say always, treat your computer, your laptop, whatever you have, like a child. Get it checked up every six months, you know, every few months, you know, making sure you don't get any viruses. Because even just going to random sites, like a Google or a, you know, wrestling website, because we do wrestling podcast. You, you'll never know as far as what you're getting. Viruses, cookies, just random shit that fucks your computer oh, up. Yeah. It can happen. Even if, yeah, just going to your own websites. But, you know, that's what it, I'm trying to think if there's anything we missed about this movie that we can dig into. But it's really, I mean, you know, I, I guess, you know, the only plot we did mention is, you know, Obviously, he was going after the one guy when he ran into Rusev and Lana, and he does kill that guy before he gets, you know, any information out of him. So that's how they have to start from, you know, zero, six minutes, 42, or six hours and 42 minutes to find the child. So, like, you know, they end up putting everything together. This is going to be a short one because it was a, it's just, it's not, it's just not a movie we can get into very much. I mean, like I said, it's not a deep plot line. No. You know, so it's it's really like, you know, like I said, you know, we're not going to, you know, pull shit out of the sky no. to go, ooh. You know, this is not raw. We're not, we're not, we're not going to uh, go, we're not going to squeeze just for the uh, yeah. sake of squeezing. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's your <laughs> so, uh, standard action movie with the, you know, just like you said, the rogue cop with a chip on his shoulder, you know, it, doesn't want partners, doesn't work with partners, but, uh, you know, goes out, does his job, and, of course, gets the old handshake at the end from the lieutenant. Good job, Ray. Kane's great line at the end of the movie. Good job, Ray. <laughs> yes, and uh, another underrated scene, I guess when uh, Dolph gets called, you know, this is going back to the beginning of the movie, when Dolph gets called to the uh, principal's office for, uh, you know, being, like I said, that rogue cop. And uh, <laughs> I guess like the a hot chick, I forgot her name. Damn it, she works in uh, basically uh, internal affairs. She's the guy that has to give Dolph the slap on the wrist, saying mm. "bad boy." She's like the Stephanie of the movie, but not as bitchy. I mean, that's the best way I can describe. Her. She even has that fucking ponytail. Yeah, so Stephanie might have had some creative input. Dude, she in this had on a suit, movie. just like Stephanie wears. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> but she's not as bitchy. Like, Dolph, you know, like I said, this is the difference between WWE oh and the real world. She had a problem with Dolph, like, going into business for himself, but at no point did she Oh, my God. <laughs> she is a tiny tit Stephanie. I'm looking yeah. at her. Holy shit. This movie, movie yeah. she is eight. That's it. That's it. You know, you know what it is? She's Stephanie in, like, the Ministry of Darkness days. Back when Stephanie first mm-hmm. showed up on TV. She was sweet and innocent, didn't say that much. And her voice wasn't as shrill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, I mean, yeah. This is the, this is Stephanie during that time frame when she's with Tess. There you go. Yeah, but definitely, man. I, I Like I said, I went into this movie thinking I was going to hate it. Ended up enjoying it. Before you say something. Yeah, really Kane. Yes. Oh, shit. Remember the part, like I said, I, I, you know, I lost my train of thought for a second. Like I said, Dolph gets called into the principal's office, and he's standing up, you know, badass. You know, they tell him, have a seat, Ray. And he's like, no, I think I'll stand. And then big-ass Kane stands up 
walks over to him and forcibly makes him <laughs> sit down. He, no, before he does, he whispers in his ear, "Sit down." <laughs> I don't give a fuck how Kane. I don't give a fuck how old Kane is. A man that big approach you and tell you to sit down. You sit your ass down. Hey, wait a minute. That was fucking that priceless. Was good. <laughs> Hold on here. Oh shit. <laughs> sit down, Ray. That's all he says to him. Nice and quiet. Sit down, Ray. Let me see if I can find the part. I'm right there at that scene, but No, he's sitting already. Nope, not gonna be able to find maybe I can't. I don't know. She's about to walk in, so Oh, yeah. that's the part then. No, nah, I don't think I don't it's think that so. long. She's walking in right now. This is her first little show up in the movie. Whatever, bitch. <laughs> Discharging a firearm in the direction of a police nah, going to say it in a minute. That's Not wrong. yet, though. He does say it, though, in a minute when he stands up. I think it's when she walks in, he stands up, right? I think yeah. so. We'll wait a second here. Yeah, like I said, like I was saying, I went in wanting to hate this movie, thought I was going to really dislike it, ended up being like, fuck, if no. this is ever on cable, I'm going to fucking stop and watch this yeah. shit. I will definitely. Come on, dude. We got fucking Rusev in his wrestling gear. Show me your car. Show me your back. Rusev is I want Matter of fact, I want to look. People got all of these campaigns, Black Lives Matter. We need to start. A, we need to start a campaign to get Rusev a fucking starring role. I think in the we movie. need to push for <laughs> Dolph to get more fucking movie time, more yes. action. Yeah, Dolph, and like I, I, honestly, after seeing Rusev, even though it was brief, I think Rusev will be a hell of a movie. He villain. could be too. He could play. He actually could have been better than the fucking villain in this movie. Yes. And like, and like, that's one of those things. Look, once again, you know, I'm not expecting you know a whole lot of uh, thought or depth put into the uh, making of this movie. But don't you think they could have maybe possibly given a backstory as to why Rusev felt the need to have a gun? No, no, no. He picked up Dolph's gun. He he shoulder oh, yeah, blocked yeah, and picked yeah. it up. Here you go. Here we go. Still working hard. Put your brothers in blue behind bars. Oh, if that's where they belong. I was appointed by the OPA to bring this department right, me, to compliance. He, he even sounds like for a minute before we get the old YouTube copyright. <laughs> that's yeah, why I was talking yeah, over. Fine. Sorry, Sorry, guys. They do not like me. They just don't really like it when cops shoot civilians or other cops. My God, I wish you didn't mention Stephanie because now all I can see is Stephanie in this fucking character. <laughs> that's it. It's the, it's the ponytail, bro. It's the no, ponytail. it's the way she moves. Yes. Ooh, it kind of makes you wonder. Yeah, you know, I guess you can pause it real quick. You think they had Stephanie in mind when they created that I character? I don't know. She did put him down a lot right here in the beginning. DUI mugshot kind of See? way. We being sexist? Inappropriate. Inappropriate. We're done here. Sit down. Here we go. I'm fine standing. Sit down, right? One more time. <laughs> He's standing. Here he goes. Sit down. <laughs> and he forces him down. <laughs> yes. It kind of makes you wonder 
if oh, you know Kane, I guess Kane is obviously he's like a locker room veteran. Kind of makes you wonder if he kind of gives this speech to uh, those young whippers. I don't know, but I'll tell back. you what, I could definitely see Kane as a cop. He's got the look. He's got the <laughs> hair. He's got the height. He just looks like a big badass. Holy shit, cop. Well, I guess that's a nice little transition because not too much else we could say about a WWE countdown. But, uh, you know, to give people more bang for their buck. And uh, shout out to the chat room. We appreciate you guys joining us, hanging with us. If you want to call in, number is 469-206-4466. As a nice little segue out of countdown, what would you say, Box? What's the uh, bet? What's your favorite all-time cop movie? Buddy cop movie or... Maybe favorite cop character, badass boss. Oh my god! Like I don't know, because like you said, I could picture Kane down the line playing a good pissed off veteran, veteran cop. Wow! Trying to keep that road cop yeah. in line. He doesn't like him, but he knows he he knows he needs him. He knows he gets favorite results. Favorite cop movie. Holy fuck, dude! I don't. Um, we got to give the listeners more bang for their buck. I'm trying books. to think. <laughs> what I mean, there's so many. I I love the Lethal Weapons. I love Die Hard. All you know, like I said, one and two are my favorites. Lethal Weapons are great. Favorite cop movie? My God, I would almost have to go through my cop movies and figure it out. And uh, oh, quick little trivia note, you know, and this is something you know we don't see anymore in Hollywood. But uh, Richard Don- Donner, he was uh, the director of all of the Lethal Weapon movies, all four of them, and uh, soon to be five, maybe. So uh, bring us crossed hmm. on that. Um, every movie, if you look at it from beginning to end that they've done out of the four movies so far, it's kept with the same characters. There was continuity. So even when a character would get killed off saying Lethal Weapon 2, they would reference it in Lethal Weapon 3. Like they would keep that kind of consistency going. And you don't really see that a lot. You definitely don't see it in WWE too often anymore. And you don't see it in, in general in Hollywood where they pay attention. Like if you see like a movie that has like a series of movies to them, mm-hmm. attached to them, they don't follow that consistency from movie to movie to movie. But if you look at Lethal Weapon 1 to 4, and I might actually do that in the coming weeks just to kind of refresh myself on the movies. But they use the same characters and they always, if a, if a cop character got killed in part 1, they referenced it in part 2. You know what I mean? They didn't replace the character. It was kind of like they would mourn them, blah, blah, blah. And they would make reference, like subtle references. One of. Even the side characters that you didn't even have speaking roles. They used them throughout every movie. One of my favorite cop movies out there. It's sort of a cop movie, sort of a action thriller ish, kind of a thriller cop movie. Uh, It's called Fallen from 1998. John Goodman, Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. um, uh, Tony Soprano, um, Jack Gandolfini was in it also. Fucking great cop movie. I love that fucking movie. And I'll tell you what, Seven is another great fucking cop thriller. I I like the cop stories where they're chasing someone like that, like a weird, freaky, you know. Yeah, and Fallen, if you, I haven't seen it in a while, but Fallen and Seven definitely fall into that category. Of yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you the truth. I like those more than... I, when I'm watching a TV show, I like the straightforward cop, okay, you know, solve this murder, this is what you're going to do, this is how it goes. But when I watch a movie, like Fallen, I love that fucking movie. One of my... One of the great movies. And, you know, just 
Den, uh, John Goodman's amazing in it. So is James Gandolfini. But it's such a creepy movie. I mean, it's basically about a you know a fucking possessed uh, p- possessed you know spirit that can transfer from body to body and doesn't have to be human. We find out at the end of the movie it can be anything. You know, great fucking movie. Uh, Seven is a good one. Another one I like. Another, again, the freaky kind of cop movie. This this turns out to be a cop movie. It's Identity with John Cusack. I don't think I John saw that Cusack, one. Amanda Peet, Ray Liotta. Fucking, fucking uh, balls right there. I'm going to look this Jake up. Jake Busey like is also in it. Uh, Gary Busey's son. He's in it, too great fucking cop movie. I don't know, man. I just... I guess I prefer my cop movies to be more mystery cop movies, but my TV shows I prefer, like we've said before, NYPD Blue is probably my favorite cop TV show. Was. Yes. Didn't you recently just uh, rewatch like all all 12 12 years? All 12 seasons, man. I watched it in about a month and a half. What? Wow. And let me ask you, Box, what do you stand on movie? Do you like those cop movies or even TV shows where the main character, like, uh, say, uh, like, you know, Lethal Weapons is someone I know right now, where the character has, like, that uh, chip on his shoulder, like that one, you know, that, that guy he has to take down? Or, like, put it to you, like, like uh, Die oh, Hard. Yeah. That's your, that, oh, yeah, that's oh, your yeah right? both of them, Lethal oh, Weapon and yeah. Die Hard. Remember how uh, fucking uh, Bruce Willis kills yeah. Hans in the first one? Then his brother comes back mm-hmm. for revenge in the third one. And he sends him on that wild goose. That's part of why, I don't know why, I know you didn't necessarily agree with me. That's why I gotta give the edge to Die Hard with a vengeance. That was my personal oh, no, favorite in the series. I mean, Die Hard, the original, obviously, oh, yeah. a classic. You can't top and, the original Die Hard, but I would say the third one can't Oh, yeah, and don't get close. me wrong. Trust me, if Die Hard with a vengeance is on TV, I'm gonna fucking stop to watch it. That was not a bad one. I'll watch anything with Samuel L. motherfucking Jackson. But, you know, that he, he, that one is good. But, yeah, I love all that shit. But, like, you know, like I said, when it comes to my TV shows, I prefer them a little more straightforward. Like, I've never watched, uh, what was that show, 24? I, I, I never I, I got into it. it and I've been told, oh, you got to watch it. Go on Netflix and watch it. And I'm like, eh, I, I might. It's in my list, but I don't know if I'm ever going to get to it. CSI, I got pretty burnt out on pretty quick. I mean, I like CSI, but the complete bullshit reality of what they're really doing, crimes don't really get solved like that. I mean, they do when they don't, but they're way... Half that machinery they have doesn't fucking exist today, and... You know, everything's yeah. so convenient in those shows. It just kind of... I, I got a little tired of the CSIs. Um, <clears throat> but I'll yeah. tell you what. Cop yeah. shows are making a comeback. There's that new show, uh, Shades of Blue, the, the Ray Liotta one. Was that what it... Yeah, I, I got a yeah, I'm in busy, but I got to catch up on the first That was good. Season, still a couple episodes of... That was good, three. and I'll tell you what show I was enjoying, and it got pulled off the air. Stalker. That was a good uh-huh. fucking show. It had... um, What's that guy's name? McDermott. Uh, Dylan McDermott. Uh, Dylan McDermott. I should know that. My fucking my son's name is Dylan. But uh yeah, he's in that movie. And it it's another fucking great movie. I do like it. 
Uh, and I'm, I'm like, no I don't know show. about you, yeah. Box. I like a lot of weird shit. But uh, there was a show, speaking of shows that got pulled before their time. And uh, this is uh, something, if you can find it on Netflix or Hulu or however you find your movies, hint, hint. Uh, it's a TV show, one of my favorite TV shows from back in the day. It's called Veronica Mars. You ever heard of it? I have heard of it, but never watched it. Go out of your way and watch it. Because the general gist of it is, obviously, she's like a teenage detective. She's played by Kirsten Bell. The very hot Kirsten Bell. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. She's very hot. But uh, the general gist of the movie, I mean, movie. They, ironically enough, they did make a movie. But it was on for three seasons. And uh, with the exception of the third season, what they would do is a season would have like an overarching case that she was trying to solve. And each episode would fit, give it, like give you a clue. And she would solve the case by, like, the end mm-hmm. of the season, right? Like, the big finale. But along the way, she would get sidetracked with all of these little side cases that she would solve within the confines of uh, that right. particular episode. But each episode would give her a clue towards solving the bigger case hmm. that she's trying to solve. And that's why I liked it, because it, you really had to watch every episode. And it kind of, it kind of like, there wasn't, like, a pointless episode. Every episode, no matter how minor the uh, the lead was... It played into the overarching storyline. Now, what happened was it kind of fell off the rails a little bit in the third season because she solved the big case like halfway through the middle seat, mm-hmm. the middle part of the season, and then the rest of the season was just a bunch of random episodes that where she was just solving a case here, a case there. <clears throat> but like I said, if you like those overarching where a season has like an overarching story that they're building towards, I think you would like the show. It was only on for like like I said three years. I actually have all the. Uh, Episodes on DVD. I think it ran for like maybe it might only be like seventy hmm. episodes, sixty-eight, seventy-something episodes. But it's worth going out of your way to see. And it had a, such a following because, like I said, it got canceled. It was supposed to be a fourth season, where after she graduated college and all that kind of stuff, she started to work for the FBI. But they it got axed. Fuck you, CW. <laughs> by the way, for that, um, it got axed. So we never got to see that uh plot plot line play out. But it had such a following. That they started mm-hmm. like a GoFundMe, and it like uh this is like almost ten years after the movie uh, after the show was done, they made enough money off of this GoFundMe to actually wow. make a movie, and it was actually in theaters for a little while, and they you know like I said they brought it back, but um like I said man it's one of those shows man that it's very mm-hmm. underrated. It was on from two thousand four to two thousand seven. I'll give you one more of my favorite cop shows, and then I'll give you another one of the uh like you just said off too soon cop shows not even cop show but lawyer shows uh another great tv series is the shield with michael chiklis oh the commissioner fucking yeah, yeah. excellent watch it watch it watch it i'll tell you the truth i would recommend that before nypd blue just because it's a newer show it's great fucking show seven seasons the show looks like it was wrote to be seven seasons. Done. That's the way it comes off. What a fucking show, though. Excellent show. Now, as far as a, another one I really was enjoying, and this was back in 1995. I might have been the only person watching this show. It was actually the the creator of NYPD Blue, Stephen Bochco, made another show with a character from... NYPD Blue, played by uh, what's this guy's name? Daniel Benzali. 
Benzali. You know this guy. I guarantee you know this guy. He was in, is that his last name? Benzali? Yeah, Benzali. He was in, you know exactly who this fucking guy is. I'm going to tell you right now. Did you ever see Murder at 1600? Uh, it's right. been a while, but yeah, he yeah, was that's the bald I, guy, yeah. Spikings. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was in NYPD Blue in the first few seasons as attorney James Sinclair. What else did he do that was big? He was in L.A. Law. He was also in L.A. Law. He was the one of the judges that was had a like complete reoccurring role. So he was a judge in that show. You you would know him if 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 I posted his picture right now you'd be like oh that guy. Here, matter of fact, copy image, and I'll kind of just show you this guy. You'll be like oh yeah that guy. Here I'll post it in the chat, paste. But he was on a television show called Murder One. It was a television show that well followed attorneys, but. The whole season was one case. Okay? It only went two seasons. This guy was in the first season, and, um... Uh... Anthony LaPaglia was in the second season. The guy from Without a Trace? He was in the second okay. season, and then it stopped. But it was the same thing. They literally followed one case episode to episode to episode throughout the whole season and then at the end of the season the you know the, the 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 jury came back but it was a fucking amazing show man i mean i even like attorney show doesn't have to be a cop show but this was a good show i loved it i think it went off too soon it was only two years and then it went off the season like i said it, the first season starred him and then anthony lapaglia was in it i would have watched this show for ever if it was on absolutely would have I, I, th I thought you might have seen this one man called Murder One Never I guess it wow. wasn't that big I watched it when it first came out but I went back on Hulu a few, about uh, sometime last year and actually watched it again uh, yeah I mean it's like I, honestly it's like I don't know man it's just so Nowadays we live in like a fast-paced world where it's like people don't have they they're not going to give shows a chance like you know not to sidetrack from the cops shit we was talking about but uh to give people perspective would you consider Cheers the show Cheers an all-time classic okay here's a little trivia note and I'm not even googling this I you know I just I I uh, memorize random shit in my life don't ask me why but do you know. When Cheers first debuted for that first year, it came in like mm -hmm. dead last. Nobody fucking watched it. I mean, it was like the critics loved it, but it did not mm -hmm. find like an audience. But I, I think the guy's name was Brad Tartikoff or something like that. He believed in the show. So he greenlit it for like a second season. He gave it a chance like to find an audience. And from the second season onward, it started to develop a following. And it was slowly but surely became what it became. It became mm -hmm. fucking Cheers. Now you see DVD box sets. It's online. Everybody loves Cheers. My point in bringing it up is, just imagine if they just if the network if NBC had looked at the ratings and all of that shit in the first season and said fuck this show we're going to ax it. it. Cheers would have been a show that never was. It would have been that one show that people said thirty years down the line, man, that show was pretty fucking funny. I wish it had lasted longer. They gave it time to develop and follow to find an audience. 
nowadays if a show isn't a yep. hit out of the gate at it's can't like some like it was a show um on NBC um uh, that I was getting into. You ever watch that show Bad mm-hmm. Judge? What's that chick's name? Oh my god. She was on she's good. She's good looking too. Um she was on uh Grey's Anatomy for a minute, then she got her own show to practice. Oh, oh I know who you were talking name. about. You know, the redhead. Yeah, I, the redhead. I know who you're talking about, but I don't know her name. My my fiance watched used to watch Grey's Anatomy. She was a huge fan of it. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna look it up, man. Cause, but my point is that show Bad Judge. Mm-hmm. She was the star of the show, and it was good. I enjoyed yeah. that show. Like she was like the inappropriate judge. Like she would come in and she would handle business in the but she had a uh, other shit going on outside of the court. She was drinking. She was you know one night stands. Blah blah blah. That's why the show's yeah. called Bad Judge. But it got canceled halfway Damn. through the season. But they finished, they played it out. They let the season play out, but they, like, uh, I think it was on NBC, and they made the announcement of the show's been canceled. It's not going to be renewed for a second season. But they let the season play out Man. on air. That pissed me the fuck off. I'm like, you got to give shit a chance to find an audience. I would say, what would you say? At least two years is a, a good gauge, or you the need more time? The problem is... <clears throat> Nowadays, hate to sound like an old man, but nowadays there's so many fucking channels. There's so much to watch. If you're not gauging an audience in your first year, they don't think you're ever going to. Oh, well, I'm no, sorry to fine. cut you off, box. Kate Welch. Okay, there Kate, you that's go. That's her name, Kate Welch. Just like we say, you know, uh, we'll tie it in. This is THT, so we'll tie it into wrestling real quick. Just like wrestling has evolved, television has super evolved. You know, it's a different thing. There's, think about when Cheers came out. How many channels did people have? Five? Eight? And, and, yeah. and you think, yeah, man. And think about it. The three major ones were what? NBC, ABC, CBS. And, uh, yep. and CBS, then Fox yeah. came out and became kind of a network channel, too. But, um, I mean, Cheers, you know, back then, you know, like you were saying, that fucking show went 11 seasons. I I happen to have yeah. all 11 seasons right here on my external hard drive, too. <laughs> so you I, know their name. Everybody names. knows your name. Um, now, did you sing the theme song? Oh, <laughs> dude, I was a kid song. when this show was out. When do... When the fuck was this? God damn! I, I'm, I remember my parents let me watch it too. Cheers, cheers. It was like yeah. Once again, random factor. I believe it debuted in eighty two. Eighty two to ninety three, exactly. TV series. So let's see. I was in eighty two. I would have been seven years old. And finally, the key to the mystery, folks. We can now keep track of a uh, boxman's. Legitimate age. Uh, age. 41 <laughs> and feeling every fucking year. <laughs> Just turned 41 last uh, Wednesday. So, yeah, I feel old. Was it Wednesday or Thursday? God damn it. Thursday, sorry. Wednesday night, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. So, yeah, and I feel it, but yeah, I love Cheers. But yeah, unfortunately... If you don't get ratings within probably, I mean, what, what, what would you say a season was now? Is it 22? 22? No, no, no. To give you perspective on that show, I, you know, and by the way, if you can find it, it's called Bad Judge. You can probably, like I said, it only ran for like, um, let me see here. I pulled it up. 
13 episodes. And to give yeah. you a perspective of how little patience networks and just society in general has nowadays, the first episode of this show aired October 2nd, 2014. The final episode aired January 22nd, 2015. So barely three, so literally a little over three months later, at the 13 episodes, they said, and even seasons this. are shorter now because I'll tell you the truth. Seasons used to be 22 episodes. Now they're like 13. Every. Yeah. And honestly, like, you know, you used to hear like back in the day and even now, like every show, the goal is to get to 100, 100 episodes so you can get syndication. You get syndication and like it's like once you get the 100 episodes, they like fuck it. Every everything after that hundred first hundred episodes, you're gravy. Because you have enough because you know, like I said, not to get nerdy on you guys, but this you know, when a show goes into syndication, they like to have at least a hundred episodes in the can. So once they do the read it's that's like the that's like a perfectly round number that they can constantly rewind. Because if you got like sixty episodes, it's hard to kind of replay those episodes over and because you're gonna mm-hmm. burn through them quick. So that's the reason why, like Cheers, and I hate to you know mention a guy's name, but the reason a guy a show like Cheers or the Cosby Show because they did like two hundred plus something episodes, they can air ad nauseum because there's enough episodes yeah. in the can, yeah. and then and, and it takes them like it probably would take them if they air it every day, it would still take them about I would say what mm-hmm. six months or so to run through the complete run of yeah. the series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, uh, hundred episodes. That'd be a hundred weeks. So that's actually a couple of years. So, but if you ran it every day, yeah, yeah, like I'm talking about, yeah, like every day. You figure fifty-two mm-hmm. weeks so in a year. So if you ran it every day, you yeah, but yeah, about that. Yeah, like every six months would be like yeah, on yeah, rotation. Yeah, you'd have to skip one, two here and there, but you'd get preempted anyway. So, yeah, that would work. But you know. So many, unfortunately, they just don't give shows chances anymore, and it's just the way it goes. Like I said, I was watching Stalker, that show with uh, Dylan McDermott, and uh, it was a great fucking show. It was really was. Maybe because I'm, I love fucking cop shows, but I was watching the shit out of this show. But I guess no one liked it. I was really fucking enjoy it. Here, I'll go to uh, IMDb. 2014 to 2015. Yeah, Dylan McDermott. And Maggie Q, who I believe was in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, or something like that. But it was a great fucking show. Basically, what they did is they chased stalkers. Ah. Kind of makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It really does, doesn't it? But, uh, yeah, they chased stalkers around, but it was a really good show. And it had reoccurring plots where, you know, not the plot, but um, you know what show she was in? Nikita. Maggie Q was from that show Nikita. I don't know if you ever watched that. Uh, Uh, She was was the main star of Nikita. But, um, yeah, great fucking show. Great chemistry, I thought, with the actors, but it just never made it. I was... Dying for a second season. Look, I'm happy as hell that that rookie, um, not rookie blue, rookie blue got canceled. Sh- uh, Shades of Blue Shades got of another blue. fucking season. I was fucking happy as shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, hopefully, like I said, you know, it can kind of survive the test of time. But I was just thinking of this. 
you know, the days of shows going on and on and like these forever seasons, those are coming to an end. Like I think on record, I think the longest show right now is probably like The Simpsons. Because they, they surpassed the original record breaker, which was uh like Bonanza or something. Bonanza was on for like 20 years, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, was it Bonanza? It was one of those Cowboys shows. You're right. You're right. It was one of those. Yeah, I think it was Bonanza. Now, I think, you know, you know I think the uh, um, the Simpsons, I think the uh, goal is to get to like 30, and then they're probably going to mm-hmm. pull a plug on it. But if you look, if you think about it, shows like that, once that's off the air, once uh, Law & Order SVU is off the I don't think we're going to ever live through a time where shows are going 15, 20 years. I hope, but yeah, you, shit, you just mentioned fucking you know, Law & Order, SVU. I, it's hard to believe that's the only one still alive. Yeah, <laughs> that's a mate. That's a fucking mate. Yeah, that's... And honestly, I never really was a big Law & Order guy, and honestly, I haven't seen every SVU, but of the shows, I never really was a big fan of the original. Criminal Intent, oh, I, I think, was another Intent. one. Just SVU is my favorite one. Out of all of them, SVU is my favorite one. The only Criminal, in, I I like the the latter ones with the Jeff Goldblum. But when Vincent D'Onofrio was in the original Criminal, holy shit, was he fucking awesome in that show? Awesome in that show. He was kind of like a crazy, you know idiot savant kind of police officer in that show but he would always get right into people's face like invade their personal space in the show and it was fucking amazing literally you could see people getting uncomfortable when he did it (laughs) like like legit getting uncomfortable (laughs) but yeah i I love criminal intent but long i still watch svu Uh, you know i today i still watch it it's a great fucking show there's only, I think we talked about this last time, there's only two left from the original, which is uh, Mariska I I see of all people. That still blows my fucking That's mind. That's right. We played Cop Killer last episode. <laughs> that, that, that blows my fucking look, mind. He made a great little movie career for himself and turned it into a fucking... Look, the first movie I remember seeing him in, I have to say, is Breaking. The f- First one. Wow, damn, that's wow. Yep. He was in Breaking. He was uh the DJ. He was doing a lot of shit in that movie. Let's see, Breaking. What year was that? I'm saying ninety three. Eighty three, I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> I would have remembered that. Oh, like um 84. Yeah, I remember um, eighty four. And then Breaking Two came out the same year? <laughs> Holy fuck. I didn't know that. They came out with oh, goddamn. And that was a uh, that was the one of the original Def Jam recordings, by the way. Yeah, that was wow. that was him. But uh, yeah, he was in that movie. That was the first movie I remember seeing him in. That probably was his first movie because I mean, he, that was early IC. That probably would have been the first thing on camera that he would have done. I'm sure we can pull him up on IMDb. Here he is. And then he was in Trespass. Then he was in another movie called Survi- oh, that Surviving was the great. Game. Another fucking great. Yes, yes, when he was the bunk. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, you know, we're talking about WWE Countdowns. Once again, another movie that relies on time and a fucking game. Yeah, it looks like he was actually in the, the TV series Fame. And Breakin' was his first movie. 
Then he was in the second one, and then New Jack City. Ricochet. I like Ricochet. Uh, Denzel Washington, John Lithgow. You ever, have you seen that one? Yeah. What, uh, what was uh, it Ricochet. Yeah, oh, yeah. Great it's... movie. Ice-T is in that movie. Trespass. King James. God, and Surviving the Game. He was in Johnny Mnemonic? I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't... I try not to remember. I, I think that, that was a Keanu Reeves, right? I think, yeah. yeah or was. was that... Um, nope, you're right. No, it, you're thinking Virtuosity with Russell Crowe. Aren't you? No, not that yeah. one. No. He was in... Let's see. I'm just trying to see a few more bad... Judgment Day. There you go. Yes. I, I, yeah, I brought you that did. up a couple weeks ago on the show. You got to check. Oh, I have recently. Recently. Uh, I would say within the past... Yeah, and that's another guy that doesn't get enough credit since we're on uh, Judge, is it Judgment, Judgment Day or Night. Judgment Night. Judgment, yeah. Dennis Leary, man. My goodness. Did you, you talk about I mean, you talk about a believable badass okay, in a let movie. Let me give you one movie where I think he was probably at his best. Suicide Kings. Christopher uh, Walken. The one that just came out? No, oh, no, no that's Suicide, Suicide Kings. Now. Christopher Walken. Jay Moore, who I love Jay Moore. I think he's awesome. Um, who else is in it? The kid who played David and Roseanne is in it. Oh, yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, big yeah, bang right. guy. Him. Yeah. He's in it. Uh, it's uh, What a fucking movie. But Dennis Leary is in it, and he plays a badass motherfucker who basically just throughout the whole... Have you ever seen that movie? Uh, I gotta rewind. Oh, yeah. I gotta look back, but I, it sounds familiar. That's another one that I own DVD. Never want to fucking get rid of that movie. I love it. Oh, uh, speaking of a, uh, you know, one of of uh, note of uh, cop movies. If uh, Bobby's uh, still listening, I hope he calls in. It's a movie that I don't know if you've seen, Box, but it's one of my all time classics. Mm-hmm. It came out in '93. Who's the man? Man, Doctor Dre yes. and Ed Lover. Okay, now I remember. I I don't care what nobody says. That to me is a classic. You know, I like a lot of those old movies with the rappers in them. I, uh... I mean, that's silly. Don't get me wrong, but it, it, if you really look at the plot, you know, they're trying to avenge the guy who killed the uh, the mm-hmm. barbershop they worked for because he was the only yep. guy that believed in him. And that that was, it really was, you know. And anything with Bernie Mac, I you know, I'm a, I'm oh, a co-sign yeah. for. Yeah, it. Bernie Rest Mac was peace. fucking great, man. I definitely miss him man he and he's another guy you know not to you know make this not to get a uh, too old because I'll, I'll start crying if I talk about Bernie <laughs> I ain't scared of you motherfuckers but it, you know like he was one of those guys that really kind of came out of nowhere um he was he was always like the, I call him the scene stealer the movie itself could be shit but if you look at a lot of those movies from like the early to mid 90s before he kind of blew mm-hmm. up with his own show and the Ocean's Eleven and all that he would always be in like these little spot movies whether it was Friday how to be a player house party three where even if you didn't like the movie you always remembered his part in it don't be a menace yeah. for god's sakes that that people can quote that line mm-hmm. to this day yeah that look i like i said i missed the shit out of him he was great and i remember kings of comedy i'll be honest yeah. i do not like dl hughley i do you know? <laughs> not like D.L. Hughley. I can 
I can stomach Steve Harvey, but the main two I watched that for were Cedric and uh, Bernie. Bernie Mac, Cedric the Entertainer, and Bernie Mac. I like Cedric the Entertainer, too. He's great. In those fucking barbershop movies, Eddie, he's awesome in those. I, I Again, stupid movies, I like them. Yeah, and uh, by, the, by the way, a little trivia note, fucking uh, Bernie Mac, was uh, he was the headliner. He would go on, if you looked at the uh, that original Kings of Comedy movie, they did a tour. And and they take one of the uh, to- uh, tours for a uh, DVD release and movie release. Well, I actually saw that in the movies. That uh, fucking Bernie Mac would close out every show because it was one of those situations where you don't put the main event on first. Because he was the, by far he st- like in other words, if you started with Bernie Mac, it would it would have got progressively oh, yeah. worse from there. So they ba- they basically built mm-hmm. up to it, <laughs> which was smart booking. <laughs> which was smart yeah, it booking was for that show. I just wanted to point that out. Definitely, definitely was smart booking. But yeah, King, uh, he was great, and you know, like you said, in Friday and every other fucking. He was though. Life, he would come in. Life. Um, you, you by the way, it's called the original Kings of Comedy. Yeah, I fucked up. Yeah. Sorry. But you're right. He would come in, and next thing you know, the, you're laughing so hard. You're talking about that scene for fucking twenty five more days. Yeah, and, and and to give you a perspective of how fucking iconic Bernie Mac is, like to me, what put him on the map, in addition to like I said, those little spot appearances he would have in movies, Death Comedy Jam. To this day, I love. I'm still. I still look at clips on YouTube. I love fucking the original Def Comedy, not the bullshit that came out in the 2000. I'm talking about the ninth, the real Def when Comedy Jam, the real Russell Simmons yep. original Def I Comedy Jam. I watched it, and uh, anybody, look, I said anybody that knows anything about, especially you know, not to make this a racial thing, Harlem and uh, like the uh, Showtime, like the Apollo, those type of audiences, they are notoriously brutal, mm-hmm. notorious. So if, they, if you suck, they ain't like WWE where they're going to go, boo. They're going to tell you they will fuck up your self-esteem. Yeah, and and like, like you know, Bernie Mac had the famous, uh, you know, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. You motherfuckers. Matter of fact, I'm a, you know, Fox, for the folks, we need to play that clip. Oh, I'm we sure. Sound I bite. Give I'm me a second here. You know, you were just talking about like some of this, just a couple of the movies he was in. He stole the scenes. Mo Money. When he was the doorman, yeah, yeah, he was in the. That was one. He was the mm-hmm. doorman. I yeah. love that. And life, Jangalang, Jangalang, Jangalang. Yeah. When he was with uh, Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence in Life, he was amazing in that fucking movie. Yeah. And Fried Miss Parker, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Bernie Mac. Damn man, I told I, I love some yeah, Bernie you know, Mac. Man, Life is a movie we're gonna have to go over one night. That's a great fucking movie. That's a definitely. Oh yeah, that that's another. Like I said, you know, a lot of people. A lot of people say, um, you know, Eddie Murphy. You know, his last he fell off at the after the original uh fucking um mm-hmm. Nutty Professor. Like then that came out in like ninety six, but he made some underrated joint. Like you know, like I said, Vampire in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Um, he did um like I said, Life. He was still making at least to me like still good movies. Once he got what happened with Eddie Murphy was. Once he got into that Disney realm, that's when it's like, eh, come on, man. Like, how you go, how you go from like, you know, this is Eddie Murphy. How you go from 
motherfuck this and motherfuck that. That's what people want to see Eddie Murphy do. He got in trouble with that tranny in the. Oh no, he was well, on a good deal. Either way, all right. He thought he thought he was giving giving like a stranded okay. girl a ride home. Okay. She didn't Let me rephrase. <laughs> he got some bad publicity for yeah the tranny. I'll put it that. Way. Yeah, I'll yeah. go with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, when Disney came calling, what the fuck would you do? Do you know how yeah. much money Disney pays you to do voice? First of all, voice work is the easiest thing in the world from what I hear. For those people, for the celebrities, they go in, they read, they leave. They're done. They get paid millions for that. They don't have to get dressed up, no makeup people, nothing. You go in, you read your lines. So I got it here too. I was going to play it after this little bullshit. I was Sorry about that, folks. I, I worked myself up into a burning I'll play it in a mind. minute. But uh, we're going to get to it, but uh, finish yeah, your I'll play thought, it But that's what happened, dude. Disney came calling, and he said, fuck, I need to work. And he did. Meanwhile, it gave him a new little, you know, he's done a couple of things since that, and, you know, whatever. But I don't blame him for going with Disney. Disney is a fucking giant conglomerate, dude. That's like, you know... A wrestler turning down WWE's, you know, one million a year offer. It ain't gonna fucking happen, dude. Disney. Oh yeah, oh, don't get me wrong. Fucking Eddie Murphy's a fucking genius. I mean, he'll make for the rest of his life. Like you, you fuck the money oh, yeah. he made in the eighties. I mean, don't get me wrong. Eddie Murphy at his peak in the eighties made oh. a shit ton of money. But I would say even Eddie Murphy would admit that he made more fucking money off of the fucking donkey. Mm-hmm. Like let's be honest, his career could have stopped mm-hmm. at the donkey. And he would have been. He would have been a. He would have been a well-fed man. People still buy Shrek mm-hmm. shit, DVDs, downloads, T-shirts. They still quote that fucking movie. They still use it in like commercials one, and all that kind of stuff. And one oh, comes he's, out. Every, he's living like a fat. Oh, no. He don't have to make another fucking. And, and the in his fucking life. new Shrek comes out every other fucking year. Shrek, yep, sure. Shrek, yeah. Shrek this. Shrek at Christmas. Shrek for Halloween. My kids got a bunch of fucking Shrek movies. They fucking love them though. But I mean. A lot of the people just get into Disney, and that's what they do. Look, Eddie Murphy got the Dr. Doolittle movies from that. He, he basically started remaking old Jerry Lewis movies. Dr. Doolittle, yeah. one and two. He got two movies out of that. Nutty Professor, he got three movies out of that. Right? Nutty Professor two. one, Nutty Professor two. Wasn't there another one? The Clumps? No, no, no. Two, okay. The second one was So he got one. two out of both of those. That's four movies right there that did amazing. The first Dr. Doolittles were huge. And the first yeah. uh, Nutty Professor was huge. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm actually surprised they didn't try to squeeze a Well, they threw Janet Jackson in the second one to kind of try to spice it up a little bit, but... Oh, yes, yeah. I, I don't give a fuck. I mean, yeah. Oh, just say Janet to me. That was enough. That was enough to get my ass to the theater. Damn, I love me oh. some Janet, boy. You don't there you go. You, <laughs> oh, let's that, let this that was play all out, of it man. right there. But that was back when Chris Rock was the host. A young, skinny Chris Rock was the host of that show, if I remember correctly. 
Oh no, not man. No, I, it was uh, Eddie. I, no, Eddie. Martin was, uh, Lawrence Martin, was right. He was the first host. You're right. And then Chris Rock took over for him, right? Or maybe a little bit. Like after like Martin uh, hosted, they started like, switching up, years. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Martin, like people will That's remember right. Martin as the host for like like, I like the glory yeah. years. I I used to watch that shit when it came out. It was a fucking amazing show, man. Yeah. Anyway, what else you got, <laughs> man? I'll say, like, let's end it on this note if we got to end it. I'm looking at this BMAC clip. It's like six minutes. <laughs> let's let this shit play through. Because <laughs> it's like, honestly, this is probably my favorite let Bernie me, uh, routine of all. Give me a second. Let me reopen it. I, I know which one you were talking about. I saw it back there. Give me a second here. Yeah, I see it. Give fucking. me a sec. Six minutes. Two seconds, I think. It, I got a 604 one right here. All right, so here's what we'll do. Let me throw a few plugs out here. Give me a second here. Let me get that loaded up. And I'll throw some plugs out. And then uh, right after we sign out of this motherfucker, we'll get the hell out of here. And I'll play that at, uh, right at the end here. For the countdown movie, oh, yeah. I was going to play a little bit of Europe. The final countdown. Just for the hell of it. We'll sign off to this. All right, people. You guys can check us out on iTunes. We are at THT Movie Review. Check us out on Facebook. Facebook.com slash THT Movie Review. Twitter, THT Movie Review. And at YouTube, the same thing. So check us out. Anthony, had a great time. Definitely, Definitely. man. Thanks, everybody, for listening to our countdown review, and we will see y'all next week. Give me one second. I'm going to play that bit. Final countdown. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. I'm going to tell you something straight off the motherfucking press. I ain't coming for no foolishness. And New York, goddamn y'all motherfucking women look good. Y'all like a bacon and egg sandwich look good. But I love sex. I love it. Can't do shit no more. And I'm blessed. I'm big boned. I'm heavy structured. I'm hung low. If I pull my shit out, this whole room get dark. Understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. I love, I love sex, man. I love it by the pound. I'd be glad when they put that shit in cans. Can you imagine sex in cans? Motherfuckers be shoplifting and shit. Folks be playing ball, man. Then what you get ready to do, man? I'm tired. I'm give me a six pack and put some going in. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Women just do anything till you talk to any kind of way you want to talk to somebody. It don't make no more fucking sense. I'm in a bar minding my business, cooling out, just being cool, like I am, chilling. 
woman gonna come to me. Think she just asked me the goddamn thing she wanna do. She said, Mac. I said, Yeah, that's my name. She said, Can I ask you a question? I said, Yeah. She says, Does pussy taste like pumpkin pie? <laughs> Made me mad as hell. I said, Don't ask me no damn question like that. I ain't never had no pumpkin pie. You don't understand. Yo, Jim, tired of this shit. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. When you make love to a black woman, I'm gonna tell you how you do it. You got to be good. I'm not talking about myself. Cause you know a fuck ain't number 50 pumps. Count if you ain't got nothing to do. It ain't number five minutes, but the full play make it seem longer. But you get a woman, black woman, man, I'm gonna tell you something. I don't care how meek that woman is, how soft-spoken she is. If you're giving her the dick, <laughs> whatever wrong with you, she gonna let you know. You can have a patch on your eye, your leg could be broke. If you get up there, she'll be like, woo, <laughs> shit. You patch eye motherfucker. You broke leg son of a bitch. You know you in this motherfucker. Kick it! You don't understand, goddamn. And you know what's funny when you make love to a woman and she on top? And the phone ring, that's some funny shit. When she on the phone ring, man, every time she, you know, the phone be ringing, ring, ring. You get cool and shit. Ring, baby, don't answer. Ring, I, I gotta answer. Ring, uh, baby, don't answer. Ring, uh, it might be a job. Ring. And every time, you know, she just pick up the phone and start fiddle-fiddling with, you know. When she pick it up every time she started to talk, give her the dick. <laughs> She'll be like, hey, hello. <laughs> what, 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 what? What, oh, what, what, what I'm doing? This when you get it, what I'm doing? Oh, nothing. But I love my black peoples. I'm gonna tell you something, but we gotta stop the violence, we gotta vote. Stop the violence and vote. Cause I did a show in Chicago. I mean that. Stop this violence. I was in Chicago, I did a show for Cook County Jail. And you know, over 40% of the brothers in jail for nothing. And they had a little survey, a little panel thing. We gotta ask the inmates questions, you know. So I asked the inmate, I said, uh, hey my brother, what you in for? He said, nothing. <laughs> Brothers got this thing about being a punk. What is a punk? I never did understand that for the sake of my life. He said, nothing. That's how long you're in for. He said, ever? <laughs> now, you know it's a long time. You take the four off that motherfucker. <laughs> I said, man, I said, so what you in for? I, you know, I ain't no punk. I didn't tell on my boy. I said, what, you in jail for another motherfucker? 
No, you ain't no punk. You a new fool. Cause I'd be damned if I serve time for any of you motherfuckers. I'd be in court just like this. Judge be like, who are you? I'd be like, punk. Yana, he killed that motherfucker. Shot him in the head full time, kicked him in the face. I tried to call you, but the line was busy. I'm burning my out of here.